No, are we, are we starting the recording process? Yeah, we're starting. Yeah, go off. Are, are we just doing it a bit more like, well, we'll see how it goes. Like, hey. Yeah, like, this is a pilot. Like, Kasper, no pressure. No pressure. Okay. Um, so I'll send you guys the recipe, um, just in case. Hello, and welcome to I'll Bring a Bottle. I'm Jeb and I thought before we got into the cooking and the gossiping and the probability of Anna burning something, I thought I'd give you a little introduction and a little backstory to how we ended up here. So I got my heart broken at the end of last year and it was quite rough, I'm not going to lie, that first heartbreak stings and I think especially during this lockdown, you know, the last two were hard enough but number three has been, it's been rough and it's been hard for everyone. And I really missed my friends. I missed dancing on the dance floor. I missed drowning our sorrows in a bottle of wine or just being together. So I thought, you know, why don't we start cooking together on Zoom? It'll get us together, it'll help us bond. And I thought it would just go on for a couple of weeks and then kind of the girls would do it to make me feel better and then it would kind of just fade out like every other lockdown hobby. But it carried on and it became quite a lifeline for all of us. And we started having conversations, conversations I don't think we'd ever had, and conversations I think I could do with hearing too. So that's, that's it, that's what we do. Every week we're going to be cooking together, talking, and just sharing stories that we think need to be told. This week, Casper is leading, of sorts, um, freshly home from the Alps, he's leading us on making latkes. Um, and kind of opening up his world to us. As a trigger warning, there is discussions of sexual assault, but if you're affected by any of the issues that we do speak about, there will be helplines and more information in the bio, and I'll leave a timestamp as well. But yeah, let us know what you think, and let's get into the episode. Um, Casper, do I need to peel the potatoes? Yes, you do. We need to peel the potatoes, and then do you guys have graters? I yes. do. I had to buy one today. You couldn't have a I was such a whole person. No, because I, I mean, this kitchen is a bit, it's not really organized. She's basic. Yeah. Is she's it bad to mix vodka and gin? Sorry? Is it bad to mix vodka and gin? No. no. Okay, good. Don't forget, though, that was a lethal mix when we went to Dawson. Well, drink that I made. Cheers. You know. um, <laughs> how, how many potatoes? Do we boil them and then do it, or do we? No, 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 you don't. You don't boil them because we're gonna fry them. Wow, <laughs> she, she's she's very like in her instructions. She's very like <laughs> very thorough. Yeah, I'm peeling. So how's everyone doing? How's um? Yeah, I'm good. A hey, silence um... has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I think it's just been a weird, it's been a weird week. Yeah, no, definitely. There's been a lot going on um, mm -hmm. in the world, in life, in personal life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we move regardless. Corona time. It is what it is. Yeah, there's a lot of loss and grief in the world, you know. <laughs> I know, are we taking it there already? <laughs> like, are we yes. going to end up in tears today? Huh? I don't know. Are we going to end up crying today by the end of this podcast? Oh, Jab definitely will. Oh, well, no like, I, you. I mean, I end up crying on a good day. Do you know what I mean? Like... If I get through the day without crying, isn't it the like where Kim is like, I'll cry when I take my makeup off. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Good for the resilience because I could not. I'll cry with my makeup on. I feel like Jeb is going to like disconnect in the middle to like have a little bit of it, cry and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like maybe like when we, if this blows up and we get like a sponsor, when we have like adverts, it can just be like my scheduled cry break. 
you know, like if the sexual tension between me and Christian just gets too much, like I just yeah. have to like take a break. Exactly. I, like, can, I can come to Watford, it'll be great. Because if you if you are listening to this, you'll know well, you won't know that me and Christian are going through a breakup right now. I mean, we never dated. There's just like unresolved sexual tension that we've just decided is a breakup. It's really intense and um Jeb wants me to get over it, but I just can't. <laughs> okay, that that was like okay. We're not trying to get an Emmy here. We're just trying to be honest. Like, Christian is in love with me, and that's okay. Like, it's happened before. Well, not someone being in love with me, but like, I've been through unrequited love, so I get it, Christian. I like know how you feel, but it's time to move on. You know. I know, but um, the heart wants what it wants. You know what I mean? Period. Huh. Are we peeling these potatoes? Sorry, I finished. I'm Polish, like I do this in like... <laughs> you just like sit on a stool outside your house, front door, <laughs> and just like peel potatoes That's after the afternoon. That's what I do. Now we have to cut the onion into a, like a saute. Onion. Cut the onion. onion. Okay, no bullying. This is a spa- safe space. Is it though? Oh, that's a <laughs> He bullies me all the time. Is it a safe space, though? That's okay. Uh, so, Casper, when was the last time you got bullied? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, like, Casper's never been been bullied. She's too fab. Sorry about her. <laughs> no, I remember this one time. Um, was the beginning, I think, of your age. It was that was the only time I was cyber bullied, actually. Um, by this guy from my class. I'm not gonna disclose any names here, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there was some mother from our class posted a picture from like these like two girls having fun and like I don't know, playing pool or something. I, I don't remember. And then I asked a really like innocent question, something like, oh, like where is it? Like, did you guys have fun or something? Like, like something in that shape. And then he said something like, oh, the gay voice is talking now. And like, you can't even play soccer properly. It was a lot, I remember. Um, not to like invalidate your trauma, but did he lie? No, 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 he didn't. But then <laughs> I remember I, I didn't really feel anything. Like, I was a bit like, okay, it's a bit sad, but whatever. And then I remember um, going to school the next month, Monday and then our form tutor, like she wanted to talk to me after registration. And I was like, yeah, what's the tea? And then she asked me about everything. And it turns out that the mom, bless her, um, reported it to the school, I think. Oh. Well, the fact that you were gay. <laughs> I mean, not to be a bully, but they all saw his hair. Yeah. She was like, I don't want to queer in my school. Sorry about that. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, so that's what happened. Sorry to interrupt. And um, Casper, I feel so sorry for you. And I'm glad that you've grown from that. But um, are we dicing or slicing our onions? Oh, no, I think you just, don't you just. Um, don't you grate it. Wait. Aren't we Wait. grating both of them? Yeah, I thought you just grate them together. I have a greater attachment on my food processor. I'm sorry. Yeah, you grate the, the onion. onion. Yeah, you you peel off the, the skin and then you just grate it. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm done. I'm I can done. fully imagine it being the end of the podcast and Anna being like, mm, mine are crunchy. Like <laughs> Okay, can someone like tell me whether we're using a tablespoon or a teaspoon so I don't, you know. My curry was way too spicy. (laughs) I feel like I could tell you either and it's just like a vibe, like you're just like, you know what? She's here. I feel like you'd say it and it just go out, it'll go in one ear and come out the other. I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? Anyway, back to Katzpah's trauma. Um, Before she was rudely interrupted. Um, No, but I think, I don't think... (laughs) I don't think I'm Are you okay? <laughs> oh, you know what? I think um I don't think I've I don't think I have anything else to add, you know. Um when was the first time that you guys realized that you were like 
because everybody like, different. yeah like everybody knew that I was gay before I did well yeah but I, I mean I'll never forget when Christian was like it's not like I'm gay you know? do not expose me because at that moment I was probably wearing a fucking pink shirt and blue shorts or some shit and loafers oh oh that was an iconic moment to be honest Gucci could never you know what that was a moment I mean okay non who who did like who had good fashion choices in year nine you know mine were were pretty like the worst (laughs) I had these Doc Martens and they were like silver with sparkles on it and I thought I was the baddest bitch ever I thought it was so quirky and cool but like I look at them now I'm just like why the fuck did I buy them sis there's one one photo of me and uh, I have no idea why I wore this but I wore long like brick orange trousers with a brick orange polo so that I looked like I'd just escaped from like the local faggot prison I was like bitch what And, and I was like, why did anybody need to document that that existed? You know what I found recently, Christian? Okay, so um, I found um, our musical from high school. And those are Can I ask a question? Am I meant to just like wait for you guys and we do it all together? Or am I just meant to just like read the recipe? Just read. I mean, I'm almost done with cutting up the onions, so... Are you cutting I'm, up recording? I'm why are we cutting the onions? I'm so confused. You add them to the batter thing. I mean, to be honest, I'm just cutting them because I don't want to wait for you guys. So, sorry. <laughs> so, you guys, what's your take on the royal family mess? Yeah, speaking of bullying. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just in. I'm just curious because you know I'm not British. So, did you say Kurdish? British. Yeah, he wants oh. our take on the on the royal family thing because we're Kurdish. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more here for a republic now. Okay. I've got to be honest. I'm kind of I'm kind of over the whole conversation. I mean, I'm glad that they got to tell their side, like go off. But um, Bye. you know the 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 idea that the royal family might be racist does not shock me in the slightest. So you know. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You yourself? No, um, a piece of onion juice went in my eye. <laughs> yeah, that onion is no joke. You know what my grandma does? My grandma, she's a like a really fabulous old woman, um, an old lady actually, and she 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 still wears like swimming goggles when she cuts up when she cuts onion. Um, you know what? Good for her. Yeah, and I just think it's always. <laughs> But my take on the whole royal, well, this isn't really grated, but we're going to make it work. I've just spent 10 minutes looking for a cheese grater. Hmm. Okay, I'm grating my onion. Is this right? Because she kind of gross. Oh, it's so like it's so therapeutic to squeeze the water out of the potato. But you're already on, on, like there. Yeah, because I have a um, I have a, a food processor on my. Oh. So I had a chat with that guy this afternoon. This is unrelated, but I don't care. Um, and uh, with the bloke that I Facetimed the other night. And honestly, the biggest red flag hit. Um, and it was that he made fun of Diane Abbott. And I was like, no, nah, this is not going to happen. This is not going to work. No, and- but that is like, I feel like that's a first date, like, conversation. Like, what are your views on Diane Abbott? And then... In it? Because, like, I told you, I went on that date and he was like... He was like, yeah, it's it's bad. To, not bad to be a Republican, but like it's bad to be like a QAnon Republican. And I was like, are they not mutually exclusive? I mean, literally. I mean, Donald Trump was empowering QAnon uh, conspiracy theorists for the past like four years. So what are we talking about? Like, 
But like, I feel like, because obviously we have the in-jokes about my, my, the way I will ditch my political morals for a man, which I don't think is true because I went on that date and I got the biggest ick. Like, I got the ick. Yeah, I mean, we joke about you wanting to <laughs> date a billionaire Tory, but I don't think <laughs> you would. No, like, a, I think like a net worth of like 100 billion is okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But no, like, um, Diane Abbott is a really good one to know because if you if you listen to them and all they can uh, make fun of is the fact that she once forgotten um, forgot her numbers, then you're like, mm, okay, you hold black women to a different account, <laughs> or you're just a um, a bloody sheep to the far right. So you know, sorry about that. Casper, how dry do they need to be? Um. Really dry because I mean, I, no, because you're still adding the egg to into this, so I might like I've got like I've done it in one tea towel, but I might get another one that's dry now and put it into that and then squeeze, yeah, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. But like, because I've been obviously like I've not been dating, but like, yes, you have. I haven't been yes, dating. Have. Yes, I'm not have. dating, dating. I feel like I'm ready. Been going to date. on dates. Anna, why are you exposing me? You had two dates in one day. If that doesn't scream whore or like, oh my god, I am dating. Well, I'm not dating. Then I don't know what fucking does. We're not going into public business. <laughs> we need to rewrite rewrite Jeb's narrative. She's a demure woman. Stop it. Okay, take two. <laughs> <laughs> so I've not really been dating well I have been dating dipping my toe so out like who are those two blokes that you went Anna. to the park with <laughs> some of us are actually not dating and are aggressively single my I add yes <laughs> what was very rude earlier what was very rude earlier is when Jeb had the audacity on the chat to say Christian we get it you've got you've got multiple men on the go at once and I'm like sis haven't, <laughs> haven't you got 95 hinge boys on the go excuse me Right, okay, let oh, me just guys, I my... don't know what to say. I don't know what to do with this boy. Like, he works for, like, what's he called? The mayor of London. Abid can't know Sadiq Khan. That's not yeah. me, that's right, Christian. Let's, let's just cancel that. That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I just wish one of you would just date women so I didn't get confused. <laughs> but... What was I going to say? Anna, you need to reply to them. I'm very like, but this is the thing. What is the etiquette of Hinge? Because like, I feel like it's very- Long-term badula- bad, 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 No. What's the word? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> A long-term Validation. Short-term bad- Oh, okay. <laughs> no, because I try and be funny. So I'll go to their profile. This is why I hate guys with like sincere Hinge answers. Because I like to go to their profile, find something funny and then be like, Oh, da, 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 da. so there's this one guy that was like, oh, something about moustaches. And then I was like, yeah, once a guy told me that my moustache was juvenile. Um, that started off a great conversation. Imagine having the balls to message them first. I could never. See, you see that I had them on the go, but you don't even speak to them. Yeah, I mean, like I said, short-term validation. I just want the matches. I feel that to be honest but that's the thing like hinge is in a really weird one with me because I always assumed it was for relationships um uh, or at least some people (laughs) do you want to unpack here or do you just want to like move on (laughs) I mean I don't I haven't spoken to him since and he seems like a very nice person but um you know who's there I just wouldn't go on hinge when you're looking for a quick fuck when you're in an open relationship. It looks um, like you, Just go are you on trying to, <laughs> Are you exactly. trying to like? Are you trying to address me and my current current life problem? <laughs> That's not. This is actually an intervention. It's not a podcast. Yeah. Oh, this is just not going anywhere. It's just you guys telling me how wrong my life decisions are. I mean, I don't, if that's don't how want. you want to see it. No, but I was like. I was bringing this up because I was like dating in a panoramic. I mean, we're in a panoramic. I don't know what Casper's in. But but I, it's such such like, 
because now like dating like going on a date is a walk in the park and like you just don't get that intimacy you know and then when things do reopen because things for us have been like open close open close open closing open close i feel like i rushed rushed the situation you know that's fair and also to be honest i feel like um well don't get me wrong a walk in the park is fine i think it sometimes has a lot of pressure for you to make conversation and things like that i don't know like i guess that's what any date really but without something to do it's like i mean i remember being on a date once a date and sent like sending a picture to Casper, and i was absolutely pickled and it's because like being like so drunk on a date i think just adds but you can't be drunk in the park at like three in the afternoon and you can't go on dates like after four and i feel like I'm the that's best what you me. think i think getting drunk at like three like three p.m on a date it's kind of nice. Should I just like I take Tinny? I'm just Tinny's a classy girl. Because Anna's just such a classy chick, like me. <laughs> That's perfect for each other. Well, like, that, the mo- in this day and age, who has the standards? Like, we're in a bloody pandemonium. Like, just make do with what. Okay, great. And this is taking fucking ages. I'm like, what? I'm literally about to make my batter. Oh, for you, love. Like, <laughs> Wait, there's a batter. We have to make a batter. <laughs> Anna, are you here with us? Are you, or are you just like... I don't... Oh, I mean, I don't think so. No. <laughs> but I don't have a pink... I don't have, like, a t- tea towel. Um... <laughs> use a spare t-shirt. Just use one of your t-shirts. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, he but he'd pull out like a like a calm de garçon, just like mm, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Once am I grating the onion then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um I was about to say Oh my god. Yeah, no, I feel like with dating, I mean I, Take I mean, us there. Enlighten us because you're going for okay. it at the moment. I feel like you guys need to like a whole update about me. Um, <laughs> no, yes, Casper, tell us. I'm, I, I'm, to be honest, like, I don't feel like dating, as, like you guys said, in a pandemic, and especially with me not knowing where I'm going to be next year, if it's going to be Warsaw, London, or Amsterdam. Like, it's all very, you know. Mr. Worldwide. No, 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 <laughs> exactly. But like, um, I don't know, and like the thought of like hookups is just a bit gross to me right now. Like, like I said yesterday on the group chat, like waking up not in your own bed next to a stranger after a sleepless, like a sleepless night, is a nightmare in my opinion. Yeah, but like, like I would, like I was saying, can you imagine what it's like? Like, <gasps> what? Nothing. Carry on. Can you imagine doing like your morning commute? with someone and you're like you're there you're I would have pretended I didn't live where I live like honestly I Ooh. don't know how you did that I mean we're talking about a hypothetical here but if I was in that position my yeah. friends would have told me that, that I should have done that but no I did literally <gasps> like morning breath under mask everything it was quite fun I mean hypothetically not me obviously no you know and I think like with the uh person that is you know encountered let's say when was it a month ago already I think um like it's so uh, like I can't that's that's the thing I can't imagine like being with that person but I I really I do like spending time with him as a like I like him as a person but definitely not something more like as a friend no, and I get it. And I think I think even with that situation, if we're going to use you as a goalpost, I think it was good that you met him. Yeah, and like... Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, I mean, I mean, am I ever going to see him again? Maybe, but like, <laughs> in like an intimate setting. No, I think that was like... But again, I feel like you went through the exact same thing that I went through. Is it because now... Like, not, not on the same scale. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, like, in the sense that there was such an urgency to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, like, I, and that's 
Whereas like, if you like, if it was before Rona, like you would have seen someone once in a week and then like, you might see them in a week's time. But now everything feels so like you have to. Exactly, yeah. And it's sort of like, I think, like you said, nowadays, because of the pandemic and everything being closed and like you can't travel, you have you have two options whether you you have to like spend time with this person like you know really like quite frequently or you never speak to them, like you never speak again i think and exactly between, um which is i think this is like what stressed me out and, and, and like i think also because it's been like it's been a, a year at this point hasn't it yeah. so like a year without proper intimacy is like kind of you know what? Yeah. But I think, I think for me, I'm also the type of person who. Anna, what are you doing? Oh boy. Have you even grated your potato? No, I'm on my onion now. I think <laughs> this picture is. I, I can't. Like when the guy handed it to me today, I, I collapsed. I was like. <laughs> um, no, I was just saying that I'm, I'm also the type of person who really enjoys. Oh my God, this is the grossest thing I've done in my fucking life. Sorry. Uh, mom, can you grate the onion? That I am the type of person who enjoys meeting new people, I think. And it's been. Yeah, you are quite a social butterfly. Oh, shit, I'm pinned. <laughs> um, no, and then I was just saying that it's been a year since, you know, I've met, like, I haven't met anyone new over the past year, I think. And that's why he he's the, like, he's the, he's the first person that, like, I've met from point zero I think which was quite thrilling but that's it mm. honestly like I'm so stressed for us once the clubs open can you imagine alcohol poisoning mama like <laughs> like when we go to that because it's not even if I like I've already booked it off for holiday it's worth like we are going to that all day outdoor Adonis and it's gonna be yes. it's gonna be insane a hundred percent. It's like our behavior. I mean, we weren't bad girls before, but I mean, we weren't great. Um, we, we, <laughs> you know, she like depends on the night. <laughs> but like, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Jeb. <laughs> oh, like you are, you are bad girl number one. I'm a very calm person, and <laughs> allegedly. Her. Her. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you know what I think I miss most about clubbing? Oh. It's oh. kind of like the moving when you're like trying to find your friends and you're mo- like at bunker, like moving through the crowd, like trying to get to the front. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I hate I, that. That no, reminds I me of that like CSM it. party, Katka. Of what? That CSM party that we went to. Oh, oh my God. But we're waiting in line for a drink for, I want to say, an hour. I mean, it was it, it was a lot. I think it was also quite spontaneous. I think. Oh yeah, fully. Like it was. Um, it was kind of a vibe. I mean, again, I don't know how I made it alive on a bus at three a.m. Made it home alive on a bus at three a.m. from um, Elephant and Castle to New Cross. But you know, we moved. Yeah. I kind of missed that. Like, I might die, or I might yeah. have the best memory of this ever. You know what I mean? Fully. This must be so easy. I'm done. Yeah, Mr. Food Processor. Yeah, but you have a, exactly, you have a food processor. Processor? Processor? Processor. Processor. Oh, fuck my life, my eyes. Oh my God. Sorry. Oh, no, I'm not going to say this. No, say it. No, you have, no. I I was going to say, do you you guys ever get when you're sucking dick and then like... (laughs) When... We're not taking it here today. Exactly, that's why I no, said No, we are, we here. are, we are. And then your nose gets snivelly, and then you look like you, like, you I was going to send this to my mum to listen to. Excuse me, what? I was going to send this to my mum to listen to. Editing exists, babes. So... We can just, we can just bleep out the, the certain words. Cut it out, it's fine. <laughs> We're no, we've got to give the girls. Like, content. do you guys know when you're bleep bleep and your nose gets a bit sniffly? Like, yeah, babes, like same, like totally. Do you actually? My eyes get really watery. Oh, like my mascara is all over my face. 
like oh stop it now like right now oh my god but right oh now you're god. not doing bleep bleep so that's not so, the reason why your eyes watering so when i got my nose pierced <laughs> yeah um yeah <laughs> and i was laying down i was laying down on the bed and then they clamp your nose like my eyes really watered that's all i'm gonna say on the you back lay there. down on the bed that's a bit so oh my god Sorry. you just like sit yeah. on the on the bed Great your onion I have, bitch. What are you doing? Oh, my God. How dry okay. is your potato meant to be? Not fully dry, because you're still, you're still going to mix it with egg either way. Okay. Um, I'll do another ring, and then it's done. <laughs> Give me a sec. I'm crying. Right. Yeah, so. My question is, who would sponsor us? Uh, Adam and Eve. Jurass? This is true. Okay. I mean, I was trying to convert Casper over to vegan condoms, but he wasn't interested. Would Jurex allow us to say, don't, use don't suck dick with a condom on? No, because that defeats the use of the... Suck brand. dick. Wait, Christian, you still have your, like, OnlyFans, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, sorry, the potato... Christian, you still have your bleep bleep, right? Yeah. I, yes, I have nothing uploaded to it. Um... If anybody is interested, let me know, and I'll. <laughs> but it, um, <gasps> I was, I was going to promote it on my grinder, and then I saw in their terms and conditions that they can get your uh, profile banned if you do that. So um, I decided against it. Um, can you come do this for me? You know what's really homophobic is we've all probably been in the same room as Bimini like countless numbers of times, but we just haven't appreciated the greatness. I mean, I've been in a room with Casper multiple times, but I haven't appreciated the greatness. There could be a hundred people in the room, <laughs> and ninety-nine of them are not Casper, and just yeah. one is Casper. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Okay, what am I doing next? What 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 are you guys up to? I'm mixing. I'm just tidying my kitchen up while you guys clean, uh, catch up. Okay. Um... Can someone tell me the next steps after like draining? No, getting the juices out. Um, you put it into a tea towel and you squeeze it for as, uh, until there's like very little liquid left. No, I've done that bit. What's next? Okay, What's sorry. Next? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um... Do you even listen to me? Working quickly, transfer the mixture into a large bowl. Add, add the eggs, flour, salt, baking powder, and pepper. Wait, wait, <laughs> no, wait, 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 no. Oh, fuck. Sorry, was it too fast for you? Was it too much of an expert? Question. <laughs> right, so all-purpose flour, what am I doing yeah. with that? So I can tell what program you've been watching recently. Oh, that's great. Just Married yeah. at first sight. I... I'm obsessed. Obsessed. I'm obsessed. Obsessed. Like, obsessed. Like, I, I know, could... the first five episodes, I was like, okay, we could have made this three couple you know what I mean? like, married per episode. episode. Yeah. Two is like a little bit long. Like, when it's episode five and you're like, bitch, I'm still on the couples. Like, I'm not, I don't care that much. But as soon as you get past there, sis. it's just mess from there on out. And it's just like, it's, it is so. Like, obviously, like, Cyrell is the best thing to ever happen to television. Justice for Cyrell. Bitches kept getting angry, being like, you're standing drama, you're too aggressive. And then I'm like, but she's right. <laughs> Tell me one time where she was wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, she yeah, she almost punched a bitch in the face, but she kind of low-key deserved it. Do you know what I mean? Eyes. How many eggs? Two. I have medium eggs. I added three because I have small eggs. Um, okay. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I think we all Thanks. felt like Whoopi Goldberg in that moment. I hope I can. Hey, I have medium eggs. Should I still use two? That's be fine. how it is. Like, do what feels right for you. I have large eggs, so I'm just gonna do two. Um, if somebody wants to be a nice queen and donate me a big bowl, so that I don't have to use this frying pan as a big bowl. That would be very helpful. I have the same thing. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> We're such resourceful queens, honestly. It's the communism. Isn't it? 
I'm in the apartment where you guys would stay with me if you guys come visit. As soon as the travel, as soon as the travel ban's lifted, I'm coming. See, I don't think peace would let us pass the border. Honestly, <laughs> they'd see Jeb, me, and Anna running up to running up to passport <laughs> control, and they'd be like, "Get those bitches!" Immediately. I know what I did today. I felt really fabulous because I was running, and I ran past like I don't know. It's the equivalent of Westminster, I guess, for Poland. And I showed the middle finger, and I ran away. God, yeah. Wow, the power that she had. <laughs> right. If we hear a knock at the door, we know who it is. And we have like a little segment where we like take a break and have cracker cheese and, and prosciutto or parmahan or whatever it is. No, you could just finish the recipe. Or it's is your mum more food you? to this situation? Excuse me, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. I feel like I should also give you guys like a crash course for Polish pop culture because. Like, you need to do a little segment, like, this is your country, this is your week, like, give us a little, a little backstory. It's so bad, it's kind of embarrassing, I don't want to share that I'm from Poland. <laughs> yeah, we You're know. from the UK, so to be honest, it's not much better. I mean, come on now. See, the thing is, I was kind of worried when we, when you talked about making Polish food, because I've made pierogi once, and it was fucking <laughs> difficult, like, they were terrible. Like, I mean, it's, it's a lot, it's... All like manual work, like shaping. It's too time. much. <laughs> Although I do love pierogi, though. Is it like gyoza? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it. Certain pierogi I can deal with. I've got to be honest. Pierogi this year is a big fucking no for me. I love like. Them. I absolutely love them. Like. It's a no, it's a no. How many um tea tablespoons is um a half a cup of flour? I just added like it's, it's uh, 60 grams. Isn't that a foot? It's eight. Thank you, ladies. You guys have any like toppings you want to add on your last last thing? Um I've got sausages. Okay. I've got I'm I'm making like a slaw to go with it as well. This is my favorite slaw. It's from the Dishing Cookbook. Um, buy it in all your local bookstores. Um, it's really fab. It's kind of spicy, it's like me, you know? Don't don't advertise this. We're not giving them free promo. No, but like Dishing was like, like been so integral to me and Casper's friendship that I'll give them free promo, you know? Although the last time you went was a bit, you know. But it's the best place we'd ever set when we were there, so you have to make sacrifices, you know? Yeah. Do you know what's my favorite um, place? Yeah, the Dishim and Shore Dish, when they're, like, there's this little, like, alley, which leads to the side door. Stop. Stop. <laughs> that's where I last, like, kissed freely, you know? Oh, that's where you kiss in this alley? Yeah. Um, okay, no shade. <laughs> I think, like, that was quite... That was a sign. That's a sign. (laughs) That one alley, oh my god. I mean, it's nothing but just piss and vibes, and that's (laughs) it. Katsuko, what is the consistency of yours? Um, Wait a sec. It's like, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's she's pretty, she's pretty wet then. Yes? I, you know, it's a sight. Okay, well that didn't help. I guess I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, how much baking powder am I putting in this? Just one teaspoon. Anna, there's a recipe for a reason. Does, it doesn't say it on the recipe, actually, I've checked. So... It says one teaspoon baking powder. <laughs> no, it doesn't. In the ingredients, says, so Anna, how did large, we know? No, it says two large potatoes. I'm on this one. It doesn't say anything. What are you talking about? The one on Facebook. I I agree with you, Anna. Actually, you know what? <laughs> and I think these fags need to get off their high horse. Exactly. It literally says two teaspoons of kosher salt, half a cup of flour, two eggs, one large onion, and two potatoes. So, like, I think you're going to have to, like, fuck yourself. So, fuck you. I might add some garlic. You know what? 
Go Ooh, on. That's a good idea, actually. So anyway, where are you going post-pandemic? Where am I going? I'm... I mean, you're going. Yeah, he's going places during the like kind of Tony. <laughs> so you know, what are we talking to her about? No, like where's I think my first stop is going to be Lisbon. Christian, come closer. Okay, okay, I've got it. Thanks. Carry on, Casper. Where are you going? I'm probably going to go. I'm. Um, Lisbon is a good choice. I love Lisbon. It's the um, it's the best place in Portugal. Not gonna lie, no shade, Portugal, but um, Lisbon's fabulous. No, I love Lisbon. It's so nice. I ate so good there. Like I don't think I've ever ate. Oh, bitch, right? It's so so cheap. I know I've said this like a million times, but like the veggie burgers. In Lisbon, McDonald's actually fucking slap. They're so yeah, good. Yeah, we're all going to go to Lisbon just to go to McDonald's. Yeah, love that. I saw a TikTok. Oh, yeah, was, it, was it you guys who showed me that TikTok where she's like, I told my mum I'm going to McDonald's and then they went to Milan. <laughs> and I was like, that's something that we do. I think I would do. Yeah, The thing is, Katsby, your parents wouldn't, like, you wouldn't come back at night and then it would take them three days to go, Katsby, you went to McDonald's and never came back. Where are you, baby? Like, what? Oh, yeah, last time I was in Warsaw, which was, yeah, a month ago, um, (laughs) I was here for, like, four days, I think, and then my dad told me, he's like, are you you in Warsaw? And I was like, "Um, well, I haven't been home for, like, almost a week, but yeah. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, That's a vibe to be fair. Honestly, the joys of find my iPhone, like just uh, it really. I haven't really used find my iPhone. Like, okay, maybe I used it like twice after night out, but Asma's used it on me once when I was going home from his house after I've done it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I only used it when I uh, lost my phone in a club. <laughs> I'm such a bad influence. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think I can blame you that night. Like, no, but this is the thing. Casper gets you to a level where you're so drunk, and then the next day I'll be like, "Oh my god, did you see? Like the way you behaved was like, oh my, oh, like oh my god." And I'm like, "Yeah, sis, you bought me like seven free sambuca shots. Why are you shocked?" <laughs> that's that, yeah. That's what I do. I just you know I um. I buy everyone a drink or two, and then I don't drink it, and I'm just Drink like, or two? Are you mental? We're, like, going out, and he buy he comes back with, like, five or six Jaeger bombs, and, like, as you finish the, the first one, he comes back with another tray, and then he does that every hour, and he's like, oh, my God, let me buy you a double. What do you want? And I'm like, okay, GMT. He's like, I'll buy you two. Go on. Like, I love you, but do you want me to have, like, liver failure within, like, a month or um, like to be two. fair, I don't think we can blame your liver failure on Casper. <laughs> yes, I can. Can I think Casper, I love you. No, actually, the, the most I like the most drunk I was twice in my life was with Anna, actually. <laughs> don't know. I think I that's a, it's I mean, two I, enablers together. You know what? It's exactly, exactly. to be fair, we should not be left alone together. No, we shouldn't. Like, that's actually true. Like, we can't. No, 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 no. Never again. Are you guys frying them already? No, we like to Yeah. Let's do it then. I feel like we need to address the elephant in the room that an orgy between the four of us is bound to happen at some point. It's just, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Why would you say that? I know, like, between you and Deb, it definitely will, but me and Casper would just be too scared as to what's happening in front of us. Yeah. That might be true, to be fair. But to be fair, I would definitely join in. I don't know about Casper. Would you be no, in? that's Casper. I feel like we just need to take on the 80s mentality of, like, shag your friends, it's fine. I've been hey. there, done that. But, so I watched, um, you know Zara from Love Island? Yeah. She did that document, that um, BBC Three piece about revenge porn. Yeah. Did she? 
Yeah, she did. Um, it's on BBC um, iPlayer. It's actually pretty good because she's been a victim of revenge porn twice. One when she was 14 and one Is when... Is this the one that was with Adam? Sorry. Yes. And yeah, then the one, one... Like, you can, you can. You can. <laughs> <laughs> and then once after she was on Love Island, an ex-boyfriend or something released a nude photo of her when she was older. Lots of people were talking about like oh, um, is it normal to send photos like that? Like, like blah, blah, you shouldn't have sent fo- those kinds of photos. And I'm like, girl, I don't mean to like, sorry, mom, if you're listening, but you know, I send those to people, those kinds of images to people who I, I, I've never even met in person. Like they're online behind a screen. Mm-hmm. Is it that, so from a, from a straight female perspective Anna is that normal to say is it the same kind of culture outside of the gay community because I was acting very shocked about a girlfriend sending photos of her tits to her boyfriend in my opinion you do it when you're just chatting to someone or you do it when you're in a relationship but the status of the relationship doesn't matter like you can just do it whenever but what the big thing is is like you're interesting that person and they're interesting you with their photos mm. and it's just like an un, unsaid thing that you're not going to share them with anyone else and if you do you're just a prick like you are just a prick and like no questions about it mm. because it kind of like not to get too deep it links back to the whole co- to- uh, conversation around men happening at the moment where it's like mm we're blaming the people who for sending the photos when really like we're living in a culture where that's kind of second nature but like why is there the yeah. culture that like people have ownership of your body that it's like it's shameful it's also like do you remember selfish the kim kardashian book yes. yeah and how like they leaked what, the pictures that leaked of hers in the icloud hat she just put them in the book because she was like why not and i thought that was so like it's like Exactly. And I like the fact that we, we're living in a world where people go, oh, well, I can't see you professionally anymore because I've seen your breasts. And it's like, okay, what difference does that make to anything that I'm doing? She spoke about like how, when, when it happened when she was 14, she was living in a small town in Essex. So like everybody found out. And then she was like, I felt ashamed because like my dad's friends might have seen that. And I'm like, but isn't that your dad's friend's fault that they're looking at photos of a 14-year-old girl? Yeah. Like... No, it is their fault. I understand that technically under the current legislation, she is breaking the law because she's distributing child pornography of even if it's of herself. But so was everybody else who shared it. So really, Mm. what, like... If I were her dad, but, I'd be less. I'd, I wouldn't be ashamed at her. I'd be ashamed at my friends who are looking at who uh, know what they're looking at. But like, correct me if I'm wrong. But you mentioned like that with the current things that are happening right now with the the sexual harassment of like women and stuff. Where like I saw a thing or, or a comment on an Instagram post earlier where it was like. Um, they comment more about the percentages of women getting sexually harassed than the percentages of men who are the rapists and the sexual harassers. Mm, that's true. So, like, <clears throat> I don't know, like, why comment on the girl who sent the photo when you should be commenting on the person that's sending it to other people? Well, it's because you can't... I think they guess... I guess they see... And I think, I think it's, like, the shame I've been working through of being, like, a queer person of, like, the shame of your body. And... <laughs> They, they are manipulating the fact that there's shame on no longer having ownership of your body because it's been completely manipulated. So it's, it's exactly. Like, it's like, if we put all of the statistics on women, that's going to make less women want to be a part of the statistics and they're not going to report it or they're not going to, they're not going to want to speak about it because it's still seen as so shameful. You know? Yeah. I think we can all say it. Well, it's like um, uh, the whole hashtag around not all men. Really, it's like 
That pissed me off. We need to have like a wider, obviously, really obviously not all men rape women, not all men sexually assault women, not all men um, kill women. But it's like, if you're going down to the specifics and you're missing the whole point of this culture around fear and suppression and like casual sexual harassment, where it's like, how many, okay, so not all men have raped women or sexually assaulted them. How many have shared naked photos of a girl with their friends without consent? Like, of somebody that they all know, especially. And it's like, well, then that, like, blurs the line of, like, well, what is rape culture? I don't know. I think. Yeah. I mean, we all know how kids even boys for i mean very young boys how they treat girls i think in like secondary school i mean that's like the beginning mm-hmm. i think 100 percent um which at first is always like <clears throat> excuses i was like oh you know they're just being little boys you know yeah when then I, yeah and i think lots of people have um blamed porn and don't get me wrong i think currently the state of pornography is not a place that empowers women, but I don't think that pornography is inherently misogynist. Well, I, I think, think it's, it's the fact that it's all made, that majority of porn is made by men for men. And it's like removing the responsibility of those men to detach it from reality. A hundred percent. It should be on the owner, should be on the man to say, this is not real. I know it's not real, but then it's kind of like, it's all about inf- in infantilizing, if that is the word, a hundred percent. And making it out like men are stupid, yet at the same time there's these patriarchal structures that have, what is it? Is it that men are stupid and tender or, or is it that they're the ruling class? Like, make up exactly. your mind. It's like, well, if we all just go and blame pornography, then it just pushes the blame onto the sidelines again. And sex work and then, and sort of, um, how do you say, not only like victimizes women who practice sex work consensually, but doesn't actually help in the culture around sexual assault because the pornography is only being made because there's a market for it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also, um, I remember like, what was it three months ago? I think maybe a bit less. The whole New York Times article came out about Pornhub um with like the most common searches um in porn oh sorry now it's usually you know like young girl gets i don't know i mean beep beep but like um it all related to unconsensual sex i think Mm. um with that being said it also related to young girls you know can we talk about if you're watching any porn that has teen in it, I don't. I don't. That's I, just as almost just as bad as watching child pornography. Almost yeah. just as bad. <laughs> Sorry, I'm putting it out there. I, like, I, I think so as well. Just because the actress is over eighteen, pretending to be a fifteen-year-old, doesn't make it right. Well, yeah, but even like the whole um, market for you know school uniform things and like. One hundred percent. Crazy, or, or I was I, w- I was having this conversation with my friends where the whole thing with you know stepmom, stepsisters, stepdaughter thing important. I mean that's that's crazy, in my opinion. Like, I mean, we're not here to kink shame, you know. Whatever, whatever you want to do. Uh, no, but like, I think with the whole your kink, your kink shouldn't like it shouldn't put other people's lives in jeopardy, you know. If if a woman is consenting to that kind of thing then go off but it's like i think the whole you know you if it's still happens, analyze what that reason of why you have it is i guess sorry you go no i think that like for example titles and points such as you know daddy spangs like stepdaughter like that's really one-sided you know if you know what i mean why are you outing me like this casper <laughs> oh i have something else to ask you guys actually go off it's it's related to a thing that's happening recently but um, I was on Twitter, as most of us are, and I was like scrolling, and I saw this tweet it's by someone called like Patrick Studwick, and he was saying, um, "It's horrible telling that 
so often as soon as a woman realizes you're gay you can sense a sense a reduction in hypervigilance oh i saw the that level has fallen owen jones who tweeted it at least yeah. that's the person i saw and then um, he says i often find myself making my gayness very asap for this reason i don't know if strong me um, straight men realize the, the extent of this like do you guys like agree with that like do you make your like gayness or campiness like more like, well you know because we're obvious? just so we're just so straight acting that it's sometimes it's difficult um <laughs> yeah yeah you guys <laughs> like, are so straight like we need to let people know just in case um no christian casper's casper's a straight man what are you on about yeah why are you asking I him know, i don't know where this conversation is going like for i mean i'm straight like we all know no but like it got me thinking like I'm not gonna lie I'm more comfortable like I, I'm comfortable with like my male friends like my straight cis male friends but why? I'm more com why <laughs> no but I'm more comfortable with like with my gay friends like I, I feel more comfortable to be myself like Anna was like why do I have so many gay friends and it's like because you're Anna <laughs> Like you're I know. Gay. My mom, oh, my mum was saying to me yesterday, like she was like your, your gay friends, gay and like I, my mum is a gay icon, but she was also like all your gay friends, and I'm like I have more than just gay friends, and she's like, are you sure? As queer people, we understand that you get lots of straight cis women in gay clubs, and I think like occasionally you feel you. Uh, sense a bit of resentment against that from gay men, but the truth is that you know in some areas, in some aspects, that's the only place where they feel that they can be safe from, which is you know, predatory yeah. Which is, it's, I mean, it's, it must be terrible. Like for a night out, this is like your only safe party space, I think, which mm -hmm. where you feel, you know, um, but I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't relate, obviously I'm never, and I'm never going to understand how it is, but I can only imagine that it's absolutely, terrifying mm. like I I was like obviously like I have my own personal experiences but I was reading um all the subtweets or like comments or whatever underneath that tweet and like most of the girls are saying like I've just realized that I've only felt my most comfortable like in my clubbing experience when I'm at a gay club or I'm surrounded by like non-cis men I mean I it's such a big misconception that it doesn't happen around like gay, like that nothing happens in gay clubs because from experience I know like I've been a couple like I've been in a couple of like times in, un in uncomfortable situations where you know someone grabbed my ass or like hmm. tried to like grab me and um I don't know like, yeah, no I'm not I'm not excusing it not happening yeah. like in gay because like I remember remember that thing that happened in Manchester in um Oh yeah, that um that person who drug raped those like three hundred odd or five hundred odd men like. Also, we're going to have to put a trigger warning before at the beginning of this podcast. But, yeah. but but yeah, I know what you mean. I remember that. I think it's just well, like especially like in terms of like queer clubbing, like no one prepare. How do you prepare yourself for that? Like you don't. I think speaking from my experience of just being like my teen years being so isolated to then like thrust yourself into that environment it could be quite scary and no one oh, 100%. it's not a space of i'm not saying it's not welcoming and there isn't con like consensual spaces but a lot of the time in certain spaces it's hard to be in those spaces coming with like not a lot of experience and wanting that sense of community you oh, kind of i think now looking back on a lot of a lot of experiences it's like what happened to you is not okay yeah, and like kind of like not excusing that behavior and feeling, but then is it a sense of like when, how can I feel comfortable kind yeah. of calling this out if we don't change the conversation into a conversation of consent? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think like, um, it like specifically, like you said, with get with queer clubbing and queer nightlife. Um, I remember when I first went to a queer club uh, when I was like 16 or something, and it's such a because it's so underground even in the UK but you know especially in Poland where I was living but it's 
you, it's not talked about, so you can't really prepare yourself. And I guess you could say the same for straight clubs, but it's such an environment of you feel like you're around your community. But at the same time, on that same night, I was speaking to somebody who said that he was, um he claimed he was 27 and this man was graying. This man had gray hair. And <laughs> and for some reason, my like 16 year old ass told him that I was 16 and he continued doing what I look back now and think mm, was that fully consensual probably not sexual things like groping and stuff and you think we kind of need to have this uncomfortable conversation in the gay community because yeah. it definitely still happens you know it's really I think it's so it, it's really interesting because I remember like my first clubbing experiences when I was like 15 16 I my first clubbing I, it was like I only went to straight clubs where you know, I was, I have never felt, um, w- w- I mean, I've only witnessed my friends who were girls get, who were, you know, the same age as me, mm, dancing with like 30 year olds, which, you know, like back then as 16 year olds, we thought, okay, this is funny, like, haha. But now when we have this conversation, like when I talk about this with them, it's, it's very, it, it's, mm, I don't know, it's really, it's really off-putting, I think. And that's, that all comes down to what we said beforehand, that on, like straight females feel more comfortable in gay clubs, I think, because yeah. at such a young age. Because um, I think like 15, like I'm, I, I, it's safe to say for me that it was way too young for us to go out into like those, you know, party scenes, I think. What were we doing? <laughs> like, um... But I think also like straight women sometimes get a bit of a bad reputation in queer spaces. And while I understand that to an extent there are certain straight women who need to acknowledge that they're in a space that is for somebody else, for somebody else. Yeah, like queer people or whatever. Yeah, like, but at the same time, I think there is an inherent misogyny around gay men not wanting women in their spaces. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to call out anybody. Taylor Swift! Um, but, you know, like, the gays just have better music taste. Well, certain gays. Some gays. Yeah. Let's start wrapping it up. Not the ones that are caught <laughs> It's time to go home. It's time. It's like, you know, we've been here for nearly two hours. So, closing statements. Okay, there we go. The pancakes, the latkes were good. The latkes were good. I made far too many. Um, I've eaten half of one and uh, I'll probably save them in the fridge and cook them later. I've eaten a few and I feel slumped. (laughs) Same. I've eaten like three. I feel a bit grim now. (gasps) This was fun. Um, Closing statements. Um, Men are terrible. Um, And uh, Breakups are hard. Yeah, breakups are hard. Um, let's dismantle the patriarchy and period. The royal family killed Diana. Okay, whoa. <laughs> I'm really getting I'm gonna, into I'm that. Gonna, I'm gonna bleep that out. Yeah. <laughs> Boris is gonna be for us. I love Boris Thompson. Jokes and I don't. He's a dickhead. Anyway, I had fun. This was fun. This was fun. I love you all. I just put the low back this time. So goodbye. Are we going? Yeah. We're going. Can we not like stay in chat for a bit longer?